You're listening to China Africa Talk. Jambo ni Bridget akikuletea kipindi kinachohusiana na China na Africa. Vous écoutez le dialogue sino-africain avec Bridget. Everything China, everything Africa. Olá, você está ouvindo China Africa Talk com Bridget. Sayidati wa sadati, marhaban bikum. Fi al-hawar al-siniyya al-arabi ma'a Bridget. Good to be back on the program. I'm Bridget Mutambira coming to you from the Chinese capital in Beijing with more insights on what's happening with China and Africa from the unique perspective of our guests. Hope you can hear us loud and clear from wherever you are tuned in. Now, October 2023 marks the 59th anniversary of Zambia's independence and establishment of its diplomatic ties with China. The China-Zambia friendship dates back to an era when China actively supported the national liberation movement of Southern Africa. The Tanzania-Zambia railway is a symbol of true friendship of the two countries. To this day, the two sides have expanded their investment and trade ties in many sectors. Now, today I'm joined by Professor Guo Pingfan. He is the Chinese director at the Confucius Institute at the University of Zambia and Professor David Mwanza, Zambian director at the Confucius Institute at the University of Zambia. Our two guests will join us in a discussion on how the relations have evolved since the two countries first established diplomatic ties almost six decades ago and how their friendship since then has been of importance and benefit to Africa. Professors, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Professor David Mwanza, this year Zambia celebrates its 59th independence anniversary and also 59 years of diplomatic ties with China. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. We are very glad and uh, this week uh, in particular mm. when we've been celebrating 59 years of independence has been immense. And um, for us as Zambia, and um, in view of Zambian relationship with China, right. this is very good because it also coincidentally marks 59 years of uh, bilateral relationships between Zambia and China. Mm -hmm. As you know, Zambia got independence in uh, 1964 on 24th October, and uh, within the following one week, China and Zambia made an agreement to have diplomatic relations. Right. And um, as the history shows, Zambia then is the first Southern African country to enter those bilateral relationships. So our relationship with China coincides with the age of our independence, and mm. that, that is very important. Zambia uh, was the first country in Southern Africa to establish diplomatic relations with China, as you've just highlighted. How beneficial have the Zambia-China ties been ever since? Of what benefit have they posed to the SADC region and Africa as a whole? This relationship has been very beneficial to Zambia, Southern Africa, and Africa as a whole in many ways. Right. I will try to itemize some of these aspects. In terms of um, infrastructure development and economic development, China has been uh, an all-weather friend, if I can put it in the words of uh, former Zambian president, Dr. Kenneth Kaunda. Right. After Zambia got independence, we needed, as a landlocked country, have a connection to countries that have the seaports. And in this sense, Tanzania, our neighbor, also needed uh, a railway system. Zambia and Tanzania both asked for help from China. And China, at no cost, as you hinted earlier, came and built the Tazara Railway. In that uh, enterprise, you can see that from the beginning, China has been interested in the development of Africa, and Zambia and Tanzania in this case. And if they do it at no cost, and also context is very important in the construction of the Tazara. Sure. This was at a time when China was not as economically powerful as they are today. 
So you can tell that that was help born out of sacrifice, born out of empathy mm. and out of brotherly care. That's one of the things. But if you come 1971, mm -hmm. you can tell also Zambia supporting UN restoration at the UN seat. Right, right. You can tell that this brotherliness continued to, to grow in these two countries. Today, when you fly or move across Africa, the footprints of China in infrastructure development, agriculture, mining mm -hmm. are visible to see. Mm. And this this is very crucial between Africa and China. And also, in terms of the medical field, right. we know how China has been of assistance to African countries, sending medical officials to Africa. Zambia, for instance, has received a lot of uh, medical assistance, both in the form of human resources, but also infrastructure development in the health sector. Right. In agriculture, it has also been the same. So, And then I think what's also important to mention is that even when then the presidents have changed both in China and Zambia, mm -hmm. the relationship has remained constant. Mm, and right. just recently, as, the, as you know, President of Zambia, Hichilema, visited China and uh, also had a very tripartite uh, meeting with uh, President Xi Jinping. And you can tell the consistency, but also the mutual benefit, as well as uh, helping one another through and through in different ways. Professor Guoping, how do you see the history and current status of the bilateral relations and, and practical cooperation over the past almost six decades now. Thanks compare the present situation of mm. Zambia paid a state visit to China from September 10th to 16th. Mm. The two heads, just like mentioned, our president of Xi Jinping and the Hichilema, they had a long and in deep exchange and they reached a wide range of the important so many consensus. Right. The top level design of the bilateral relations by both leaders, China Africa cooperation and the international cooperation also was concerned. Mm. And first the positioning of a bilateral relations has been upgraded. Right. As everybody knows. Okay. The two heads of the state announced the establishment of the comprehensive strategic cooperative partnership between China and Zambia. Mm -hmm. So that's the first. That's very important because that is uh, relations was upgraded. Mm -hmm. Secondly, strengthening a political mutual trust. Right. The two heads of the state expressed their firm support for each other. And China supports Zambia in safeguarding its national security and development in interests and development paths mm -hmm. in the line with the country's realities and is willing to strengthen the inter-party exchanges with China, or even in the governance with Zambia. Right. Inter-party exchanges, that is also very important. Right. So they support each other on issues involving each other's core interests. And that's the president of Xi Chilema. Mm -hmm. He mentioned he highly appreciates the guiding concepts and principles of Chinese-style modernization and hopes to learn from China some developing experiences. That's mm -hmm. also, I got you know, some ideas and experiences from the colleagues in Zambia. Mm. They shared that uh, point with me. And uh, certainly, depending on the economic and the trade ties, you know, the two heads of the state highly recognize the fruit, fruitful results of a practical cooperation right. between two nations. Trying to firmly support African countries in taking the path of independent development, as you mentioned before, and the firmly supports African country in countries in becoming an important role they are playing in the world, even the political, economic, and the civilizational development in the world. So President Shichilema also said their forum on China-Africa Association, that platform mm -hmm. is a very important platform for promoting the development 
of African countries. Mm. But finally, close international cooperation, the two heads of China and uh, Zambia, they agreed to promote changes in the international governance system, the joint statement of the People's Republic of China and the Republic of Zambia, and the establishment of the comprehensive strategic mm. partnership. That's an issue by the two sides. So also, that is the most important political outcome document of the China motivated in China. So in addition, the Zambia side signed the business cooperation agreement with the number of Chinese enterprises, especially in the southern part of China. Mm, okay. So including the mining, mm -hmm. uh, yes, uh, the, some digital transformations mm. or the infrastructure constructions. Yes. So I yes. think that's the outcome, you know, by the two leaders made. They say they set up the concept of the two countries that jointly together to mm. develop together. Professor Mwanza, when we're talking about uh, the China-Zambia relations, we often hear the, the acronym TAZARA or phrases like carry forward the TAZARA spirit. What exactly is the TAZARA spirit? The TAZARA spirit obviously emanated from the experiences and the context in which the TAZARA rail line connecting Zambia and Tanzania was uh, built. And uh, this context helps to understand the meaning of the Tazara spirit. I hinted earlier that um, Zambia and Tanzania had uh, transport problems and they needed the railway system. During that, it is very important to note that there were other countries that surveyed the possibility of uh, constructing that rail line. Mm -hmm. And some other countries, I, I wish not to mention their names, mm -hmm. decided that the construction of the Tazara Railway was not going to be beneficial mm. uh, and that it was unnecessary and mm. so on and so forth. Even when Zambia and uh, Tanzania felt the need to have a rail system. Right. And China came and without negative scrutiny decided to respond to the problems facing Zambia and Tanzania at the time. Right. And how else would China do it better than to do it for free. Right. So this is the Tazara spirit where your friend or your partner has a problem and you reach out to them without asking them too many critical questions as long as you are solving their real problem. So Tazara spirit refers to this enduring relationship, mm. a relationship of sacrifice, a relationship of uh, servitude, a relationship where you can give even if you do not have everything yourself. Truly, Bridget, uh, let the Tazara spirit continue because uh, it is what has made the relationship between Zambia and China endure. Professor Fan, the Belt and Road Forum was held recently in, in Beijing. What areas perhaps can we expect to see more cooperation between China and Zambia moving forward under this framework? Okay, the Belt and the Road Forum is yes. a platform for China to promote its Belt and the Load Initiative, mm -hmm. we call it the BRI, a massive infrastructure and economic development project aimed at connecting China to countries all over the world. So I want to share some ideas. Sure. First, in terms of the infrastructure development, the BRI often involves large-scale infrastructure projects, including the load projects and energy facilities. Mm -hmm. China and Zambia may collaborate on such projects to improve the transportation and the connective with the Zambia and the, to the neighboring countries. As we know, Zambia is the uh, inland country. Secondly, in terms of the trade and investment, the BRI encourages trade and investment. Zambia may benefit from increased trade with China and other BRI participating countries. Mm -hmm. This could involve facilitating the export of Zambia's products and attracting more Chinese investments 
into Zambia. For economic diversification, Zambia's economy is heavily reliant on copper, as we know. There's okay, always yeah. the mining, mining. Right, but right. under the BRI, there may be opportunities for the diversification to other sectors, just like the uh, agriculture, okay, manufacturing, yes. and also the people-to-people relation, just like uh, Professor Moza mentioned. Mm-hmm. The Tanzania and the Zambia Railway, we have profound memories mm. for our generation, even the so many generations in China. Mm. So the people, when we mention in Zambia, first we are going to raise that railway. The BRI often includes cultural and educational exchanges. This can lead more scholarships you know, from Zambia students. They can come to China to study. Right. We are working in the CI. We are working for the students of the Zambia. They have more opportunity to go to China to see what is the China situation mm. as through the load and build initiative and the green development. Mm-hmm. And with the growing the global environmental concerns, mm-hmm. corporations under the BRI could include projects and initiatives aimed at sustainable and a co-friendly development, which might address more of the environmental concerns right. associated with uh, certain industries in Zambia. So the, this specifics of the cooperation will depend on agreements between the two governments and how they are going to work China and Zambia closely to catch up the goals of the mm-hmm. BRI. Mm. Professor Mwanza, let's talk about agriculture and poverty alleviation, the cooperation between China and Zambia and what can actually be done. Now, over the past years, China has invited several students to gain immersive experiences, just like Professor Guo Ping has mentioned as well, that this, we've had several students coming in from, from Zambia to experience on-ground insights into China's remarkable achievements in poverty alleviation, rural revitalization and and the works. Now, in your opinion, and moving forward, what experience could Zambia and China share with each other in fighting poverty? Zambia and China have uh, a lot to share Mm -hmm. in uh, poverty alleviation. First, I want to make um, a reference to one instance involved in the recent uh, President Hichilema's visit to China. Right. When he visited um, Shenzhen, he visited some um, technological companies and um, we have followed that uh, that particular place depended on agriculture before mm. and now they have also evolved into technology and i think that china because historically there was a time when china was arguably at the stage where zambia is today mm. china is a very big role model to Zambia in how they confronted their own challenges, their own poverty, and they transformed the country into a powerhouse in many aspects of the economy. And this then makes China that big brother that you look up to and ask very critical questions. Mm. How did you do this? How did you achieve this? But what about these challenges? How did you navigate this? So practically going about this, what we need is more people-to-people contact uh, in terms of... uh, more Zambians going to China and the more Chinese coming to Zambia okay. have conversations, say people in the field of agriculture, right. have conversations on what can work and what doesn't work, and also explore joint markets and advise each other on how to exploit the, the market globally. And also, I want to make reference, in the in the case of agriculture, you know the, the Land Act in Zambia, right. the 1995 Land Act provided for foreign nationals owning land in Zambia. Okay. Of course, there are some conditions to that, which 
are not difficult at all. Mm -hmm. And I think because of that favorable policy, some Chinese nationals have bought land in Zambia mm -hmm. to carry out businesses, including agriculture. Okay, okay. And I think the fact that Chinese are here, they have bought some land and are doing agriculture, and they have also employed Zambians. Mm. This means that Zambians then, in many cases, may not even need to travel to China, but can learn right from here, exchange ideas, and grow the agricultural sector from here. So okay. I think that um, Zambia has uh, a lot to learn, but also I think that uh, as, a, as a matter of suggestion, mm -hmm. it would also be helpful that if we can have some... Um, exchange program involving experts okay. in this case you know chinese experts in agriculture and other areas of development coming right. to africa right. you know be part of say universities and colleges to right. train young people in different fields with a practical experience mm. i think that would help a lot in growing zambia especially but within the broader framework of china zambia relationship and still on you, Professor Monza, how are the current trade policies on both sides helping attract investors from Zambia to come to China and vice versa? Um, on the side of Zambia, I think currently our president has been very open and uh, positively vocal about uh, Zambia being um, open for mm -hmm. uh, foreign nationals coming here to do business. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, the policies on, uh, on business, both in terms of Chinese companies based in China doing business with uh, Zambian companies or the government, mm -hmm. but also the policies allowing Chinese nationals establishing companies in Zambia, mm -hmm. very favorable. In Zambia right now, there are over 600 Chinese businesses. And actually, it is also noted that um, these over 600 Chinese businesses have invested more than 6 billion US dollars in the oh, economy okay. and um, also creating about 50,000 local jobs in agriculture, mining, etc. Et et okay. So you can tell that um, in Zambia, I think for, for Chinese enterprises coming to Zambia is not a problem. And mm. I think the environment in Zambia is so supportive in terms of them doing business. I think what we need from a Zambian perspective is to continue reflecting on these policies and improving them and making them even more and more appropriate and suitable for our foreign investors so then we can attract more and more. In terms of Zambians, say, investing in China or doing business with China, there are more Chinese businesses in Zambia than there are Zambian businesses in China. If I need to give the reason why, I think it, it may not really be because of policies, but because of the financial power of the enterprises. At the moment, more Chinese enterprises are capable of doing business abroad more than Zambian enterprises can do business abroad. What Zambian companies can do and some are doing is to, to engage into exports. Okay. of products to China, right. and I think Zambia Chinese market is open for some products. As part of the Dakar Action Plan 2020-2024, China and Africa plans to set up 20 China-Africa model villages for agriculture development and poverty reduction in Africa, and some, I believe, are already being implemented in Kenya and Zambia. How are the projects going so far in Zambia? Well, I think that I would say it is going well, but uh, I think it needs um, further enhancement mm -hmm. because I think the program is uh, about, um, I think, overall poverty alleviation, also for rural areas and so on and so forth. I think there are a number of strategies that are in place. But uh, I will tell you, for instance, that um, in um, a town that's located uh, 35 kilometers 
from Lusaka, the mm -hmm. capital of Zambia. There is an agricultural demonstration center there that mm -hmm. has, was established. It's managed by uh, University of Zambia and uh, Jilin University of China. In that agricultural demonstration center, I think there are a lot that they are doing in terms of um, introduction of crops and management and so on and so forth. And they are both Zambian and Chinese nationals. I think what we need for Zambia in terms of that uh, project and work is... Um, you know, Zambia has 10 provinces, mm -hmm. and um, I think I would really wish in future to see demonstration centers across the country in right. all the provinces. And I think with time, because I, I know this requires a lot of money, mm. human resource mm. and so on. Mm. But I, I hope that with time, each town can have a demonstration center and we can have a lot of training for local farmers or peasant farmers, as we sometimes call them, to into agriculture. Mm. So I think that the, the start is okay, but okay. there is a lot of room and potential for growth and uh, expansion. Professor Gwoping, owing to challenges resulting from climate change, the world is facing many difficulties. Moving forward, what can we expect to see in terms of practical cooperation in these areas between China and Zambia? Cooperation between China and Zambia in addressing the challenges posed by the climate change can uh, take various forms mm -hmm. to further deepen our partnership. I think there's potential areas, mm -hmm. just like first, the renewable energy. Mm -hmm. Both countries can work to promote the, and invest in renewable energy resources, okay. just like the uh, solar, wind, or hydropower. This includes the development of uh, renewable energy projects, technology transfer, and the capacity building to reduce carbon emission and increase energy efficiency. And that's the first. The second one, mm -hmm. China and Zambia can collaborate on projects to enhance climate resilience, including infrastructure development, withstand extreme weather events, water resources management, mm -hmm. and some other sustainable agricultural practices. There's a third part, I think, the emission reduction. Corporations in reducing their greenhouse gas emissions mm -hmm. is crucial. Both countries can set the target and work together, reducing emissions you know, from the sectors like the transports, okay. uh, industry, or, yeah. and other agricultures. So the env environmental protection, joint efforts in protecting natural resources, mm -hmm. and uh, easy, uh, something like, like including the conservation and anti Coaching measures mm -hmm. can be part of the, the cooperation of okay, both sides. The next one is the capacity building. China can provide some technical uh, assistance mm -hmm. and the capacity building support to Zambia in areas such as like the climate sciences, mm -hmm. disaster risks management, and the international climate agreements. I think that's most important. Both countries, China and Zambia, can collaborate in international climate negotiations, advocating for sustainable policies and agreements that can benefit developing nations. The last one, I think the information sharing also is very important now about the research. Right. So exchanges of the knowledge and data, climate change impacts and uh, uh, mitigations measures can also enhance both sides the collective response to climate challenges. Right. So the success of the such collaboration were depending on the commitment of both nations and the alignment of their climate goals. The international community, through forums like the UN, the Convention on Climate Change, right, right. I mean the UNFCCC, and plays also a vital role in guiding and suppressing the climate action. Mm -hmm. So both China and Zambia engage on this goal stage to further their shared 
objectives in addressing climate changes. Professor Mwanza, we've just heard what um, Zambia and uh, China can perhaps do to step up cooperation in climate change and agriculture. How about um, your opinion in terms of what Zambia and China can do to step up uh, exchanges and cooperation in perhaps education, culture, or even sports? To start with, I think both countries need to continue to develop and improve on the regulation that makes it easy for each other's uh, countries to, for mobility purposes, but also for transacting businesses across. I think from a policy point of view, both China and Zambia, I think we need to constantly review our policies and constantly come up with new policies to strengthen our relationship. Beyond that, and I'm saying this from a a Zambian perspective, you know, Zambia needs help from China, of course, Mm -hmm. with um, infrastructure development, money, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But I think that's not the only need for Zambia. I think that Zambia needs to be capacity built in terms of skills development. Okay. Zambia needs to be capacity built in terms of knowledge. For instance, how has China, for instance, developed their tourism industry? The few times I've visited China and I've gone to some of the tourist places, you see lots and lots of people from different parts of the world visiting. How has China arrived at that? Mm. And what can Zambia learn from there? So we need knowledge and skills on how to develop our tourism industry. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need to learn and develop skills in agriculture. Mm -hmm. Mining, for instance, you know, Zambia is uh, second in Africa in terms of copper production. But I think in terms of benefits from uh, copper mining, I think it's not really desirable. What we need to learn is, again, the practical and technical skills and knowledge on on how to manage the mining sector in Zambia for the benefit of Zambia as well. Mm-hmm. And China is technologically advanced and has the ability to, if you are permit me say, teach Zambia on how to deal with this. So I think that uh, going forward, Zambia will continue to ask and to appreciate China's um, financial assistance, but more to that, I think that Zambians should be capacity built with the skills and knowledge on how to manage the economy in different uh, sectors. Mm, pleasant insights. Unfortunately, professors and listeners, that's all the time that we have on the program. I'd like to thank again uh, Professor Guo Ping Fan and Professor David Mwanza, who are both at the Confucius Institute at the University of Zambia. Thank you for sharing your insights as we commemorate the 59th anniversary of Zambia's independence and establishment of its diplomatic ties with China. Thank you. Thank you very much. And listeners would like to hear your feedback on the program. You could send your emails to radio at cgtn.com. For now, it's goodbye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media or leave a rating and review. Thanks again. See you next time.